Chapter Fifteen of *The King of Elfland's Daughter* by Lord Dunsany. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Fifteen: The Retreat of the Elf King. When Lirazel blew away with the splendid leaves, they dropped one by one from their dance in the gleaming air, and ran on over fields for a while, and then gathered by hedgerows and rested. But earth that pulls all things down had no hold on her, for the rune of the king of Elfland had crossed its borders, calling her home. So she rode carelessly, the great northwest wind, looking down idly on the fields we know, as she swept over them homewards no grip had earth on her any longer at all for with her weight which is where earth holds us were gone all her earthly cares she saw without grief old fields wherein she and alverick walked once they drifted by she saw the houses of men these also passed and deep and dense and heavy with colour she saw the border of elfland a last cry earth called to her with many voices a child shouting rooks cawing the dull lowing of cows a slow cart heaving home then she was into the dense barrier of twilight and all earth's sounds dimmed suddenly she was through it and they ceased like a tired horse falling dead our northwest wind dropped at the frontier for no winds blow in elfland that roam over the fields we know and Lirazel slanted slowly onward and down till her feet were back again on the magical soil of her home. She saw full fair the peaks of the elfin mountains, and dark underneath them the forest that guarded the elf king's throne. Above this forest were glimmering even now great spires in the elfin morning, which glows with more sparkling splendor than do our most dewy dawns, and never passes away over the elfin land the elfin lady passed with her light feet touching the grasses as thistledown touches them when it comes down to them and brushes their crests while the languid wind rolls it slowly over the fields we know and all the elvish and fantastic things and the curious aspect of the land and the odd flowers and the haunted trees and the ominous boding of magic that hung in the air were all so full of memories of her home that she flung her arms about the first gnarled gnome-like trunk and kissed its wrinkled bark and so she came to the enchanted wood and the sinister pines that guarded it with the watchful ivy leaning over their branches bowed to lirazel as she passed not a wonder in that wood not a grim hint of magic but brought back the past to her as though it had scarcely gone it was she felt but yesterday morning that she had gone away and it was yesterday morning still as she passed through the wood the gashes of alverick's sword were yet fresh and white on the trees and now a light began to glow through the wood then flash upon flash of colours and she knew they shone from the glory and splendour of flowers that girdled the lawns of her father to these she came again and her faint footprints that she had made as she left her father's palace and wondered to see alverick there were not yet gone from the bended grass and the spider's webs and the dew there the great flowers glowed in the elfin light while beyond them there twinkled and flashed with the portal through which she had left it 
still open wide to the lawns the palace that may not be told of but only in song thither lirazel returned and the elf king who heard by magic the tread of her soundless feet was before his door to meet her his great beard almost hid her as they embraced he had sorrowed for her long through that elfin morning he had wondered despite his wisdom he had feared for all his runes he had yearned for her as human hearts may yearn for all that he was of magic stock dwelling beyond our fields and now she was home again and the elfin morning brightened over leagues of elfland with the old elf king's joy and even a glow was seen upon slopes of the elfin mountains and through the flash and glimmer of the vast doorway they passed into the palace once more the knight of the elf king's guard saluted with his sword as they went but dared not turn his head after lirazel's beauty they came again to the hall of the elf king's throne which is made of rainbows and ice and the great king seated himself and took lirazel on his knee and a calm came down upon elfland and for long through the endless elfin morning nothing troubled that calm lirazel rested after the cares of earth the elf king sat there keeping the deep content in his heart the knight of the guard remained at the salute his sword's point downward still the palace glowed and shone it was like a scene in some deep pool beyond the sound of a city with green reeds and gleaming fishes and myriads of tiny shells all shining in the twilight on deep water which nothing has disturbed through all the long summer's day and thus they rested beyond the fret of time and the hours rested around them as the little leaping waves of a cataract rest when the ice calms the stream the serene blue peaks of the elfin mountains above them stood like unchanging dreams then like the noise of some city heard amongst birds in woods like a sob heard amongst children that are all met to rejoice like laughter amongst a company that weep like a shrill wind in orchards amongst the early blossom like a wolf coming over the downs where the sheep are asleep there came a feeling in the elf king's mood that one was coming towards them across the fields of earth it was alverick with his sword of thunderbolt iron which somehow the old king sensed by its flavor of magic then the elf king rose and he put his left arm about his daughter and raised his right to make a mighty enchantment standing up before his shining throne which was the very centre of elfland and with clear resonance deep down in his throat he chanted a rhythmic spell all made of words that lirazel never had heard before some age-old incantation calling elfland away drawing it further from earth and the marvellous flowers heard as their petals drank in the music and the deep notes flooded the lawns and all the palace thrilled and quivered with brighter colours and a charm went over the plain as far as the frontier of twilight and a trembling went through the enchanted wood still the elf king chanted on the ringing ominous notes came now to the elfin mountains and all their line of peaks quivered as hills in haze when the heat of summer beats up from the moors and visibly dances in air all elfland heard all elfland obeyed that spell 
and now the king and his daughter drifted away as the smoke of the nomads drifts over sahara away from their camel's hair tents as dreams drift away at dawn as clouds over the sunset and like the wind with the smoke night with the dreams warmth with the sunset all elfland drifted with them all elfland drifted with them and left the desolate plain the dreary deserted region the unenchanted land so swiftly that spell was uttered so suddenly elfland obeyed that many a little song old memory garden or may-tree of remembered years was swept but a little way by the drift and heave of elfland swaying too slowly eastwards till the elfin lawns were gone and the barrier of twilight heaved over them and left them among the rocks and whither elfland went i cannot say nor even whether it followed the curve of the earth or drifted beyond our rocks out into twilight there had been an enchantment near to our fields and now there was none wherever it went it was far then the elf-king ceased to chant and all was accomplished as silently as in a moment that none can determine the long layers over the sunset turn from gold to pink or from a glowing pink to a listless unlit colour all elfland left the edges of those fields by which its wonder had lurked for long ages of men and was away now whither i know not and the elf-king seated himself again on his throne of mist and ice in which charmed rainbows were and took lirazel his daughter again on his knee and the calm that his chanting had broken came back heavy and deep over elfland heavy and deep it fell on the lawns heavy and deep on the flowers each dazzling blade of grass was still in its little curve as though nature in a moment of mourning said hush at the sudden end of the world and the flowers dreamed on in their beauty immune from autumn or wind far over the moors of the trolls slept the calm of the king of elfland where the smoke from their queer habitations hung stilled in the air and in a forest wherein it quieted the trembling of myriads of petals on roses it stilled the pools where the great lilies towered till they and their reflections slept on in one gorgeous dream and there below motionless fronds of dream-gripped trees on the still water dreaming of the still air where the huge lily leaves floated green in the calm was the troll lorlou sitting upon a leaf for thus they named in elfland the troll that had gone to earl he sat there gazing into the water at a certain impudent look that he had on he gazed and gazed and gazed nothing stirred nothing changed all things were still reposing in the deep content of the king the knight of the guard brought his sword back to the carry and afterwards stood as still at his perpetual post as some suit of armour whose owner is centuries dead and still the king sat silent with his daughter upon his knee his blue eyes unmoving as the pale blue peaks which through wide windows shone from the elfin mountains and the elf king stirred not nor changed but held to that moment in which he had found content and laid its influence over all his dominions 
for the good and welfare of elfland for he had what all our troubled world with all its changes seeks and finds so rarely and must at once cast it away he had found content and held it and in that calm that settled down upon elfland there passed ten years over the fields we know End of chapter 15, The Retreat of the Elf King.